0: Hey everybody, I'm Doug, that's Connor, and this is the Bethel School District Presents podcast. Connor, last week we left listeners with a bit of a cliffhanger. We were talking with our chief technology officer, Mike Christensen, and at the end we asked him what the most far-flung place he's ever traveled to was. Honestly, it's been a week. I can't even remember his response, but listeners can go back and find out for themselves. So let's get down to business, Connor, and let's make it interesting, too. We're not going to put any money on the line. We're going to put miles on the line. And just so we're being clear, so HR doesn't call us in, these are not airline miles. We're just going to compare the miles
1: away we've been from Bethel, if that makes sense. You go first. I love it. Let's make it a little interesting. So our hardcore podheads may or may not know that in a previous life, I was a bit of a globe-trotting journalist, and one of my assignments took me to far-flung Cherkasy, Central Ukraine, where I interviewed an American basketball player trying to make a go of it in their little old professional league. It was, and let me do a little back-of-the-envelope math here, carry the one, 7,700 miles from our home here at ESC2. I think I got you beat, Doug, but let's hear
0: it. Where have you been? That is pretty far, I don't know if I have you beat, but I'll let you do the back of the envelope math while I spin my tail. I also traveled for work in a previous job. I worked with a non-governmental organization out of Federal Way, World Vision, and I got to travel as a videographer to Bulawayo, Zimbabwe, among other places. It was definitely the longest plane flight I've been on. Here to Amsterdam, long layover, and then Amsterdam to South Africa, a little bit of a layover, and then a puddle jumper up to Zimbabwe. I watched a lot of
1: movies on those flights. Woo doggie, by my calculations, that puts you at 10,914 miles away from fair span away. So it looks like you got me beat by quite a lot. So what does the winner get? The winner gets to introduce our next story. Lucky you.
0: Oh, if I knew that was the prize, I would have told you about the time I went all the way to Portland, Oregon, but I guess since I'm the winner, here we go. Summer's a great time to travel. It's also a great time for summer school. Here in Bethel, we have summer school opportunities at the elementary level and the secondary level. And Connor, you've been busy this summer. You talk to teachers at all levels of our summer school program. Let's kick it off with secondary, along with classes at the Pierce County Skills Center. Here in Bethel, we credit retrieval classes that lets kids make up credits during the summer. Those are offered both in-person and online and cover history, math, science, and ELA. Now, Ashley Turski was an ELA teacher this summer at the credit retrieval program that was held at Spanaway Lake High School. You got a chance to talk to her about how the summer went.
2: It's super fun, actually. I have taught summer school actually at the high school level when I was teaching in North Carolina, but here at Bethel, this is my first year doing it, and I'm able to teach the whole spectrum, 9A through 11B, because I'm doing it in the online format. So it's been really cool. Like, I'm getting to meet students from all of the high schools because they're all coming together with the online format.
1: And as As we talk, it's sunny and warm, it's summertime. I'm sure students, as much as they're loving having you as a teacher, would rather be out doing things in the summer. What do you do as a teacher that can kind of help compensate for the fact that inherently people aren't used to being in school, probably don't want to be in school? How can you make it just that little bit more fun?
2: Well, I have the advantage of being online, and so my students are actually able to be outside. (laughs) I have several students who you see on Zoom. They're sitting outside in the sunshine. They're doing their work. They're able to do it self-paced, and it's able to be accommodating for their work schedule as well, which is really important for our high schoolers, especially our juniors and seniors who are trying to graduate and we're able to do activities like we've played games together as a group. I'm able to individually work with them what they actually need instead of just the whole spectrum where where you're trying to reach 33, 35 students at once. I'm able to meet what they actually need, and that's that has a lot of buy-in with kids.
1: We hear a lot about learning loss over the summer. And I know that the students here right now are taking these courses because they need to make up for a credit to graduate on time. But I imagine also there's a lot of benefit in just keeping them sharp and minimizing that learning loss.
2: Students um, who are engaging in the summer credit retrieval, they're not having to start over at the beginning of the next school year. They were able to continue and hold on to what they had at the end of the school year. And just they'll be able to pull it through until the beginning of next school year with the writing skills, the reading skills, the math skills, and they're just continuously practicing those, which will hold on and allow them to transfer those skills instead of just having an abrupt break. They don't have to take a break from the executive functioning skills that they've already held on in the schedule, holding on to that daily task and that daily routine that they're used to. By holding on to that routine, they're much more likely to be able to keep it throughout the next school year.
0: Summer school included teachers, counselors, social workers, along with special education teachers, Hazel Health representatives that offered counseling services. There were tutors available to help. Free lunch, of course, from our amazing child nutrition staff. Everybody really came together to make sure these students got what they needed this summer. Connor, you also spoke with math teacher Terry Turner, who taught in person at Spanaway Lake High School.
3: Well, the summer credit retrieval program is important for a few reasons. The first one that comes to mind is obviously retrieving the credit that they didn't get during the school year, but it also allows them to just focus on one subject instead of being hustled throughout the day to their other classes. They come in with a, a more positive attitude, like they really want to get this done.
1: What can you do to keep the students motivated to learn when they're looking outside and it's such a gorgeous day?
3: I just remind them why they're here. I remind them that you don't wanna have to explain to people why you did not get your credit in three weeks. And then I just get to know the kids and just get down on their level and just, you know, remind them, hey, you know, I'm here too. I know it's nice out, I'd rather be somewhere else, but I'm here for you to help you retrieve your credits towards your graduation requirement.
1: And do you notice a difference in in maybe the way students interact with you or the way that they work from a summer perspective versus just the normal school year?
3: Oh, I definitely see a difference in the student's attitude and willingness to get focused and to get that credit. It's also a relaxed environment, which is a benefit to a lot of students. Summer credit retrieval is super relaxed to the point where we take breaks throughout the day. We have at least two breaks and they have a lunch break, which is beneficial for those students who really can't sit still for very long. Or if I start to notice the class is kind of dozing off or they're just not being as attentive, I say, okay, let's go on a break and let's go outside it's not scheduled it's whenever I as a teacher or any of other teachers that are doing the summer credit retrieval program feel that the kids just need to get up and moving to wake them up to get the wiggles out of them to get them talking to other students that are here because sometimes they have friends here and they're excited to spend a few extra weeks beyond school to see their friends
0: this is such a great program for students I love that they get to extend the school year and hang out with friends along with getting things in order for when graduation comes around. Now on the elementary side of things, we offered summer school at two locations, at Katherine G. Johnson Elementary and Shining Mountain Elementary, and we had about 500 elementary school students take part this summer. Lori Gauthier was the administrator at Shining Mountain Elementary for the Bethel Summer Boost program
4: our program model is a pre-teach model. So what that means is that we are exposing students to content that they see in the beginning of the school year that they're going to go into. So what we do is we expose students and kind of prime the pump so that we're planting the seed. And then when they see that content come around again, for real in the fall, they are ready to master it.
1: We're having an awesome summer. The weather is fantastic. I'm sure these kids, like every other kid, wants to be out playing with their friends in the summer. How do you make this, if not fun, at least something that's not horrible for these students
4: (laughs) so something that I think is really exciting for our students is that because we are a mix of so many schools they have an opportunity to meet a lot of friends they have really small class sizes our largest class size is 14 students so there's a lot of time for teachers to build strong relationships with students in that short amount of time which makes kids really excited to go to school and then we have some other uh, really fun incentives built into our day and into our week so we have Daily drawings at lunch for little booster tickets that they can earn every day for being respectful, responsible, and safe. They get their names drawn and they get to go pick something from the treasure box. We do otter pot parties every Thursday at recess and we have an attendance uh, champions trophy that we do for the students that have the highest average attendance for the week. Uh, Their whole class gets to have the trophy in their class for the whole week. It's really exciting. Students come off the bus or out of their cars, they're smiling, they're ready to go. We're making it really fun for them, and teachers are finding really cool ways to kind of do little themes and other little activities in their classroom. And I think because students know that they're only there until noon, it really helps. They know they get to go home and enjoy the sun the rest of the day.
0: Valerie Budnich was a teacher at summer school for the Bethel Boost program, and she saw a lot of success in the way that they were teaching kids. They
5: get to preview what they will be learning at the end of August and early September. And it's in a smaller setting, so we can give them more attention, we can give them the accommodations and scaffolds that they might need to achieve at high levels. I can help every child in my classroom and I feel equipped to do that. And then the light bulbs go off. So they're learning gray level content and we're finding ways to help them access that gray level content. And then they have huge aha moments and they get excited about learning. They build their perseverance. We're doing uh, the social emotional learning content as well. We're doing the lessons. So they're learning how to engage with one another and have some of the more positive social interactions that they might have struggled with in the classroom prior. It's just really exciting to see the growth already, just the few weeks we've been both academically, socially, emotionally, and themselves, like how they view themselves as learners. And I'm excited to see how it translates to the school year.
1: And as a teacher, I'm sure one of the things that you love about your job are those aha moments. And especially when you're dealing with some students who've maybe struggled during the regular school year, what does it mean to you personally when you're able to kind of see those moments where they're getting it, they're enjoying learning,
5: and they're enjoying being in school. That's, I think, why a lot of us go into teaching, is that we want to foster and facilitate every child, every person to see themselves as capable learners, achieving whatever their goals might be in life or tomorrow, whatever their goals might be tomorrow. And so I think that's, it's just really rewarding because I get to see that with students that, um, they've told me of stories (laughs) of them in the regular school year that they were on behavior plans or that they struggled with understanding content and they are, shining both behaviorally and academically from what I've observed in summer school so far. And so um, it's exciting to see that shift and for them to, to make that change as learners. And I'm, I'm hopeful that it will carry through beyond summer school.
0: Connor, thanks for all your reporting out there in the field and chatting with all those teachers. I'm just amazed. Over 800 students this summer got summer school services and are going to kick off the school year in a great way
1: and next week we have a super exciting show joel stutheider director of transportation is going to join us one of the things we're going to talk about our first cars now doug something tells me your first car was something like an amc pacer maybe something with flames on the side how's that that about right with a licorice dispenser to boot and
0: bohemian rhapsody on the stereo that was indeed my first car not but join us next week. You'll find out what my first car was, what Connor's first car was, and we're even going to ask Joel what his first car was. Have a great week, everybody. Okay. All right. Excellent. 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 Woo! Excellent.